Hello and welcome. We are here live with the magnificent Mark DePonte of <laughs> Keller Williams, <laughs> Premier North Suburban, the team lead here in person. Wow. I wanted to call him lovely, but you called him <laughs> magnificent? Magnificent. Okay. I like oh. magnificent. <laughs> okay, you take that better? Okay. I do, I do. He's both you, lovely and magnificent. And lovely magnificent. And magnificent. <laughs> wow, my head's getting big. It's it, already big. Did we say it right? It, it Deponte. Deponte. That's right. I like it. The French yeah. version is Deponte. That's right. It is. It yeah. is. And and I'm actually Mexican. I'm not Italian or French. <laughs> but many people right. that know me. Let's make full, a note of that. Full-blooded or? I am half. Half yeah. Spanish, Mexican. My maiden name was Miranda. Wow. So I, I was Mark Miranda until I was 10 years old. Can you and speak I, Spanish still? I cannot speak. Well, I can speak some dirty words. <laughs> some <laughs> dirty words. But nothing of content. <laughs> oh, Wow. Well, Mark goes way back with Steve and I. Gosh, I'm trying to think. What year was it? 2017. Yeah, 2017. And I was a brand new agent for the most part. Yeah, right? brand new agent. Yeah. You're, in, you're in a three-piece suit. looking Cuff, Probably cufflinks. Yeah, cufflinks. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little tan. Yeah, a, lot of things, a lot of things have changed since then. A lot then. of things have changed, yeah. Yeah, tell us. How did you, uh, what happened in 2016 or 17 that made you want to get into Real estate, what'd you do before? Pure love, pure, pure love. love. What happened was I was in the printing industry for over 33 years, second generation in engineering. And one of the employees was studying for his real estate exam. And I'm like, hey, what's what we had going on here? And he talked about this company called Kaplan or this school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can you send me some information on that? Because <laughs> I've always been kind of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And no. he did, <laughs> and he did, and about... Nine months later, it took me about nine months to get through the coursework and take the test. I passed, and luckily they didn't tell me my score because it might not have been that high, but I did pass. <laughs> and I met one of my mentors to this day, Angela Howard with Keller Williams. Yes. And Shout out to Angela Howard. Yeah. I uh, fell deeply in love in real estate. And I had a three-year plan where I was going to kind of move from print into this new business. And like shortly thereafter, just took the plunge. Nice. Joined a mega team. And just had instant success. And I think part of it was just the passion. I just fell in <laughs> love with it. I just fell in love with the business. I remember we were presenting at that group, Steve and I were. Yeah. And there was a big, long round table. The first few times we went in there, it was kind of quiet. The agents didn't say a ton. I think it was the third or fourth time we were in there. All of a sudden, we start talking and someone peeped up. And <laughs> it was Mark. And you had very matter-of-fact questions straight to the point and he basically made us prove i can't remember what we were we were talking about yeah no mark keeps you honest mark keeps I mean, you honest yeah. <laughs> well i mean I that's that a complimentary way yeah you in this want, business needs that you want on both sides in the real estate and in the mortgage I, I found out real quick that i needed to help change the industry a little bit so i found success immediately and within three years i had my own team we've hovered between seven to ten agents the at-home real estate team and just fell in love. Every day I wake up, I'm just excited. I wake up in the three-point stance, and I'm ready to roll. <laughs> and to where I also have to, like, make sure that I'm not saying no to my family and yes to strangers. So I've really used leverage, the three L's, leverage leads in listings, using leverage to expand my business. So I thought I was just going to be a realtor, right, or a realtor with that I, the, mm-hmm. the extra yes, vowel. Yes. And I found out that I wanted to be a businessman or a business person and create something really special in real estate. So I've gotten into coaching in the last five years. One of my mentors once told me, if you want to learn, teach. Mm-hmm. So actually today I, I taught a class on building a strong business. 
through business planning. I teach on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. Yes, Fridays. And I don't outcharge anything for my coaching. And I just love that part of the business. And I just happen to sell real estate once in a while. <laughs> which is well, more cool. than once in a while. And Brad and I sit in on one of your Friday uh, Zooms, and we love it every week. That's very well attended. It is. Yeah, and it says a lot. I mean, that's... Yeah, pretty well attended the last five years. And maybe it's because it's free. I, I don't know. But I'm okay with that because what I'm trying to build is has nothing to do with money. It's more about just credibility and helping other agents find success. So one of my big goals in the next 10 years is to create 20 millionaires. I figure if I can create 20 millionaires in this business, it, it will help me with my foundation, the Blue Jay Foundation. And if you guys didn't know it, did you know Keller Williams actually has created more millionaires than any other company wow. in, in the world? I did know that. You know how I know that? Mark told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure there's companies that will say something different, but what they what we really try to strive for is to educate. We're an educational-based company, is to educate realtors to find success in the business. So we spend a tremendous amount of time just mentoring, coaching, and helping them. Cool. And your title now, what you evolved to over, to over the last six, seven years, is team lead, right? Yeah, so they, they call us the team lead CEO of our market center. Was not looking for the job. Some other Keller Williams had reached out to me, and I, I just really was not interested. I really wanted to focus on personal growth in my team. And one of the Keller Williams leaders, Connie Bossard, reached out through a referral of Todd Haig over in Roseville, Keller Williams. And I had worked with Connie in the past, and I decided that my next step would be in the leadership of Keller Williams. So I started that role about seven months ago. Went down to Austin, Texas, got trained in by Mark King, the president of Keller Williams, Jason Abrams, and Gary Keller. So if anyone hasn't heard of who Gary Keller is, he's probably the kingpin of real estate in the world, not just in Austin or in the When you were there, was that like earth-shattering stuff you didn't know or was it a bunch of reinforcement to stuff that you... Keller, when we hear Keller, we think teaching, cutting edge. They're always... Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah they write the books on everything that everyone else reads. I had left Keller Williams for a while, kind of ran away from home. Went to Remax, Remax Results, great brokerage, by the way. Love them to death. Oh, but it wasn't really just a, it just wasn't a fit for me. I'm more of a culture guy, and Keller Williams is 100% a culture. Mm. So there's a little bit of Kool-Aid there. I would say what was groundbreaking, just being with Keller Williams, was in 2015, before I went full-time, I did a class called Bold. Mm -hmm. Life-changing. I just got chills. Life-changing. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've done Bold two more times, and I'm currently in another Bold class. I'd say a family reunion last year in Anaheim it had me in tears, just where I could bring my business and help the community even more by growing. And for those who don't know, family reunion is a Keller Williams event. Yes, yes. And they had Ed Milet speaking. He had me in tears. Mm -hmm. They connect. The leadership connects. I'm about educating and mentoring. Gary Keller, Mark King, and Jason Abrams is the same way. And then even you know Ed Milet is similar, right? We just want people to have better lives. And I happen to sell real estate once in a while. So I, I kind of lead with helping people being a servant and less, probably more of a servant than a salesperson mm -hmm. and just having a lot of great conversations throughout the, the week right. and to see where I can help people. Mm -hmm. I like word replacement, so I don't go by scripts. I go by dialogue. So when I'm teaching agents, it's like everyone is scared of that script word because yeah. it's salesy. It but is. let's just have a conversation and have a dialogue. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, what can I help I like you with? That. Right. Exactly. So, you know, the, the goal to hit my 20 agents making being millionaires in 10 years, 
really, I, I'm just looking for talent moving forward, people that are like-minded, that really, really want to grow and think outside the box and kind of break that financial thermostat or ceiling that people seem to get stuck in in real estate. And that's a good point. Uh, people don't necessarily know it, but I think people do have sort of a, a glass ceiling that they give themselves. Like, uh, I think I can... A good ceiling for me to would be to do this many transactions or make this much money, and they don't really understand that they can scale that and they can exponentially yeah. grow. And sometimes it, you know, no matter how good you are at at selling or or, or whatever you do, it, it helps to have someone there to kind of push you past your comfort zone, right? Yeah, that's why everyone should have, should have a coach of some sort. Mm-hmm. And you know that financial thermostat. When you ask agents, new agents, you know what their dream income would be. It's always right around $100,000 for some reason. Hmm. And when I think back growing up in the 60s and 70s, like when you thought about someone making $100,000, you're like, wow, they're really wealthy. And I I used to be the same way. I think when Angela interviewed me, I said Mm 80,000. And two years later, my mentor at the time, we were driving down to Rochester and he goes, Mark, could you ever imagine making a quarter million dollars? And I'm like, no, I just laughed. Like (laughs) never. I mean, I wasn't raised to believe that I could do things like that because we're kind of indoctrinated to believe what we're supposed to believe. Right. And I'll tell you, once you know what you know, you can't unknow it. And as soon as I in my third year, when I hit 250, I was driving. I remember I was driving down, I think it was down 94 towards Hudson. And I I just got done doing my numbers. And I think I was talking to another lender. Actually, we were going through my numbers because he was always like, do you know your numbers? And I'm like, no. I was over 250 and I just went into tears. Mm. And I think the reason why is I grew up poor, you know, mm. on food stamps and, and welfare, struggling single mom going to school. And I just never envisioned myself hitting mm-hmm. a, a number. And I realized after that, that the number didn't matter. It just didn't matter. So, you know, sky's the limit. It, it really came down to what my purpose is in life, or, or some people will say the why. And when I decided what the why was three years ago, it just makes me wake up every day excited to do the next thing in real estate. Yeah. And I happen to sell houses. So it's like I'm a realtor by trade, but I'm a coach probably first and mentor. Right. That suits you really well. Because if you, if you know Mark, this is what you get all the time. It's this energy and this attitude and positive outlook on, on just about everything and it, it really is infectious and it's you can be you can be kind of down and a lot of realtors <laughs> in this market to be honest with you you know sometimes there's kind of a cloud that follows them around but it's just the opposite. well ask me about this market oh i will <laughs> well i'm it's not done pumping your tires here but the, <laughs> you know bark walks in the room and it's like a ray of sunshine you know rather than a dark cloud and it really helps boost spirits and it gets people pointed in the right direction and it, it, it is helpful and it's, it's infectious. So, um, it's great to be around people like that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Market. Um, yeah. And to your question about the market, I think your outlook and our outlook is different than most, but yeah, tell us, what do you think? Oh my God. I'm so excited. What do you so excited? So I, I seen this coming over your, what? what's the date today? October. Like, Oh, October 12th. Right. Yeah. 2023, October 12th. Yep. So last year around June, Someone turned the lights off, and we knew it. So right, and it, it was right around June. I kind of seen them dimming in May, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden things just kind of stopped. It was kind of weird, right? It felt uncomfortable, and because I was never in the past challenges, right? I have a, I have a different perspective. So I came from the printing industry where our industry always was shifting because of technology. Mm-hmm. Print was the largest industry in Minnesota prior to 1988. 
And because of technology, you've seen printing companies like Deluxe and all these big ones just closing their doors because of technology and digital. I thought the biggest industry was ball bearings. It might have been at some point. Okay. <laughs> ball bearings. <laughs> He's kidding. <laughs> we don't know. Okay, I'm Tac- sorry. Taconite. Taconite. Okay, there we go. Okay. Steel is good. I apologize. Let's get back here. <laughs> We're in the weeds. So when I, when I seen the change in real estate, I just got excited. And we adjusted right away. So we started paying out more on our listings, being more attractive. And I'll tell you, when it comes to real estate, all you need to do is stand out. You need to be attractive. You need to be like a magnet. And I coached my team at the time that we just need to start doing it better mm-hmm. and bringing a higher level service. So we, we implemented some things right away called the win-win commitment. And we're asking other agents to sign this document. It's not a contract. It's an agreement. We just started adding things to what we were doing to change with the market. And we just took more time with with sellers. Two people come to all the listing appointments. One person measures. One person talks. And we utilize the DISC profile to determine who's going to talk. So we just started changing immediately. And I kind of knew because you guys refinanced a third of all mortgages that they were going to fall off. The grid, yep. and they weren't going to probably buy. And then I knew that the ones that just had bought probably aren't going to buy. But we still had that golden little ticket of millennials and people that have to move for real reasons, like an additional child or divorce, yep. real life problems. So how do we adjust to that? Do classes, educate, 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 and just happen to sell a house every once in a while. And your activities have to go up. So what we did is we started business planning in September and our 2003 started October 1st, where the year before we started November 1st. So unlike the traditional business, we just do it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I always say we're kind of the peacock in the Penguins world. Instead of going January 1st when everyone's going to the health club and to the brokerages, mm-hmm. we're just going to head start. So we're doing the same thing this year because we think that we're still kind of sliding a little bit. And we know that the market went down 33% average. So really all you have to do is come in 33% more. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember the last five years, it was pretty easy. Yeah. So really we just have to start showing up. Right. So this year has been my best year ever. Right. Oh, nice. By far. Imagine that. Imagine <laughs> that, yeah. When, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Now, I want to follow up on something you said. You said when you have a listing, you have two people come to the listing, one talks and one measures. Why do you measure your clients? <laughs> well, we don't measure the client. Well, we oh, kind of yeah. do through oh. the DISC profile. We do kind of measure their personalities. Um, we measure the home. Oh, I see. I and see. and the, really, the reason why is because most agents just don't measure the houses. Uh, or, or they may have a company do it, which is fine. But we want to show them just more service because raise your hand if you think real estate agents get paid too much. I mean, they don't get paid enough. Well, the, the population, <laughs> though, we're overpaid, right? Why, you know, you charge 6%, they don't understand how, yeah, how it works. works. So we're just showing more than anyone else. So if you want to stand out, you just have to do more than the other guy. Kind of like doing a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, and know. you can have fancy flyers, but if you're not reverse prospecting, and, right. and like when we do open house events, we invite lenders to come to help, yeah. to co-host because you guys work with a lot of buyers, right? Yeah. You guys actually work with more buyers than I do. So if I can bring you to my listings yeah. up in Marina St. Croix or in Woodbury, yeah. it just shows a, a more value. So to me, to build a strong business through the three L's, listings, leverage, and leads, you just have to make sure you're bringing more to the, to the table or to the mm-hmm. game. And it's worked up to this point. Yeah. And then we use a lot of social media just to show people that 
we're finding success in this challenging market. It's not a tough market, it's just challenging. Yeah, it's just different. All you're doing is adding an extra 20 pounds to the curling bar. Right. It's like you can choose not to or just do it, right? Well, it's like Brad always says, uh, it's like fishing. You, you go in, <laughs> in this spot, the fish might, might not be biting over here, so you just motor over to this yeah. spot where they are biting. And, so, and you just have to be energetic and optimistic about it and go do it. And make, make the calls. Just mm-hmm. call people and ask if you can help. It doesn't have to be about real estate. Right. No, for sure. Absolutely. It can be about anything. And by the way, I sell real estate. It's just that conversation. I don't even carry business cards anymore. Everyone kind of knows what I do. So just make sure everyone knows what you do. So when we first had met, cufflings and a nice jacket. <laughs> oh, and, 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 you know, now it's br- I usually wear branded clothes. Ah, yeah. Like today, today, where am I wearing? Charge the storm with the buffalo. buffalo. So when Keller Williams decided to charge the storm, who charged, what animal charges the storm? A buffalo does to get through it faster. And I tell you, any agent struggling, they just need to, you know, meet up with a mentor or a coach. It it doesn't have to be Keller Williams. That's the thing. We just hang our licenses on their wall. There's a lot of good brokerages out there with good coaching. Mm -hmm. And you just have to choose which one's right for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'll do a shout I got a shout out uh, Bell Mortgage a little bit here. Is that oh, okay? Oh, okay. So I'll tell you something. If we've got yeah, time. Yeah, do we have time? We we have time. So, <laughs> so, time. So, so my golden ticket was a little over, we're almost three years ago. We had tragedy in our family, right? Nobody ever wishes this to ever happen. We lost my sister in law tragically to some illnesses. And then shortly thereafter, my brother died. And he by far was my hero. Sorry, voice doesn't get shaky because this is my this is my why this is my purpose. Yeah. So when that all happened and they didn't have a lot of money, Bell Mortgage stepped up and they donated four thousand dollars into their GoFundMe page. His son, his son had you know autism and there was nobody really to care for him and there was a mortgage and Bell Mortgages who stepped up with some other people in real estate and that's when I found that real estate really can save people's lives right. and fill gaps when, when it's needed. And the one thing I noticed about Keller Williams and, and Bell Mortgages were real similar in culture. So I want to say thank you to Bell Mortgage and you guys for, for helping out back then. But that purpose changed the way I even think. And I was pretty optimistic back when I wore the yeah. suit and couplings, right? But the Blue Jay Foundation is why I do this. And I know the to fund the Blue Jay Foundation I'm going to need to be a, a better person, maybe an influencer, coach more people to hit my goal of 20 millionaires in the next 10 years in the business. Because I will be knocking, I'm going to be honest and I transparent. you hit it quicker than 10 years. Yeah. And yeah. That'd, be, that'd be great, right? Because then you know what's going to, I'm going to ask for is help to fund the Blue Jay Foundation. Yeah. So the Blue Jay Foundation will be a scholarship system for Wiper Lake schools and two St. Paul high schools. To, they'll have the opportunity to go to trade schools. One of the three trade schools, Dunwoody, St. Paul Technical College, and we used to call it 916, but I think they call it Century College now. And that's going to be for my brother's. My brother's name was Jay, and uh, they always call him Blue Jay, so we decided to do that. And what's lovely about this business is um, Ryan O'Neill from Remax Advantage Plus, when he learned about this, he wanted to help me create that foundation. Mm, cool. So I love how this community has really yeah. helped me out. Really? So how did you meet Ryan? Just uh, I, I was I just wanted to interview him. I was having some struggles on my team. I mean, he has like 200 agents, so I was like just wanted to pick his brain. And I happened to have my the picture of my wife behind me in the Zoom call, and he asked about it. And we spent 30 minutes talking about it. Mm. And he's like, I want to make sure that my attorney helps you create your foundation when you're ready. 
So that's what's just so great about this community. And that's why I will shout out other brokerages and other agents because we are one. We should act as one. Right. And we have to remember we're not in competition except in our, with ourselves. Yeah. Right. So I love coaching other agents from different brokerages. Back to the agents, just because you see so many, what makes up, if you were to create a perfect agent or the best agent, what's what's in their makeup that sets them apart from maybe someone that's not where they want to be yet? What, good question. What are they doing or what have you That's thought? a really good question. What I look for is someone that has a servant's heart. I'm just not really interested in commission breath. Right. If they're leading more of a transactional lifestyle, it's just not my style. It's right. not that it's wrong or right. It's just my truth. I'd just rather somebody that wants to go out and just help people on a regular basis. Yeah. So the one thing that we implemented at my brokerage immediately is we, we visit different organizations and help out, not just one day a year, but we do like the Union Mission, Second Harvest Foods. We're big with Toys for Tots. Mm-hmm. We have huge goals for Toys for Tots every year. Salvation Army, you name it, we get involved. So if it's an agent that wants to get involved and change the community, even as far as DEI or anything like that, just to help their independent community we're in. Right now we're working with the Native American Indians and down in Minneapolis, we bring water down to the encampments. It's like no judgment. Like mm-hmm. we're just helping people. So on October 30th, we're going to be down at Union Mission again, serving lunch to the men down there. Mm-hmm. And that's why we should be doing what we're doing. If you do that at least once a month, it just makes your life full. Right. And you yeah. stop thinking about like the money. Again, yeah, well, we do all this and we just happen to sell real estate if, you, if you're in the need of it for it. Right. And I suppose it gives you a, a unique perspective. For, it it for truly the, does. Yeah. Again, a kid that grew up on welfare mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, food stamps. Yeah, we want to we want to give we want to give back to the community. So the the perfect agent for me is someone that's non transactional, leads with a servant's heart, and just happens to want to sell twelve houses a year, and live an abundant life. That's awesome. Which brings me to I forgot to bring this up. One of your sons is working with you. Right? Yeah, so Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, he's so. We'll have to get him on. Oh yeah, Jordan's an amazing person. So he after nine eleven he decided to join the armed services. He was thirteen years old now when he joined, but. When 9-11 happened, he joined the Army, very scary, and he actually spent almost three years in Iraq, um, a, a large portion in Baghdad, two-time wounded vet, got out of the service, went to college. Yeah, great, great guy, great, I'm telling you, he's, he's my rock. And then he was a police officer for a short little bit and just didn't like it. And most recently, he took a, um, in the last few years, he's worked as a director for the Volunteers of America. They run a federal contract helping people that are currently incarcerated get back into society. So he's that type of guy, right? Servant. Right. I love it. He recently got licensed in real estate, wow. which is super exciting. Did he tell and, you he was going to do it or did he just show up one day with a diploma? Yeah, right. No, he, he said, really what he said, the history is that he, he got sick of me just talking about it. So yeah. he, he said he used to roll his eyes and then he's seen how it changed my life and my outlook yeah. so he's with part of Keller Williams military opportunity so he's KW military and cool. he just last night was asked to be one of the officers for the VFW in North St. Paul so he's all in almost he wants to live a life of abundance and, and I, I think he'll do really well oh, he has a good coach good coach he has yeah, a good coach. coach and I want the three granddaughters to be really well taken care of well, even though he does pretty good now and his wife Crystal she's a hospice nurse so she spends a lot of time in Stillwater because this is kind of her region so you can kind of see that 
the giving part is yeah. really important yeah. to our family. Right, 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 right. And I'll never run for public office because <laughs> I don't have any political <laughs> opinions. Yeah, please don't. It, it would ruin the, the enthusiasm and optimism. I'm 100% purple. I love purple. <laughs> I love your sports jacket and your shirt. Thank you. <laughs> like my socks? I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brad looks very. Sh- I, I, we should stop and talk about this for a little bit. Brad looks fantastic today. He does. He's got. He has uh, a pompadour going. I love it. A pompadour. What kind of? Nothing like yours. <laughs> I have high hair, so if we have video. We'd have to get a wide angle lens, but yeah. flip it outside because my hair's so high. I used to have nice long curly hair. <laughs> what was the guy's name? King, Don King. What do you think of his hair? <laughs> I, I liked it. I was, maybe, maybe Kramer from Seinfeld. What do I so I've, I've gotten the Kramer comments before. <laughs> oh, have you? Okay. And I'm okay with that. You're about eight inches too short. I can get fluffed up, though. Oh, okay. I can get fluffed up. It's enough. looking sharp today. I like it. I like it. Don't bang your head on the way out. <laughs> like, God, wow, time flies. You're having fun. This yeah. is a lot of fun. We're going to have to wrap this one up, but we're going to have to, we're going to have you back. Will you agree to that? Maybe bring Jay next time. I'll I'll bring whoever you wanted me to bring. Okay, awesome. Yeah, it's always fun. It's always an adventure when we, when you meet up with Mark Deponte. Deponte. Yeah. yeah, and uh, the enthusiasm is real. The positivity is real. And uh, yeah, I love this business. This is this the. Uh, it's been a blessing. How about if someone to get a hold of you? What would how would they do that? Definitely, definitely look me up on Facebook. I love Facebook. Or just give me a call six five one four two eight eight two four six. Or reach out to Brent. Yeah, I'm on speed dial, right? Yeah, speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming today, Mark. Thank you.